Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 45 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. Let's start this one off with a little bit of word association. Armando, don't overthink this. I'm going to say a word. The first thing that pops into your head, you say. You ready? Uh, sure. Sure. Mountain. Vagina. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to think it. Tulip. Vagina. Clouds. Vagina. Degenerate clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you told me not to think of it. Okay, I'll tell you why I was I was actually thinking of what, yeah uh, no I think I know exactly what you were thinking no, of no. What, can you can you just turn your laptop a little bit so I can see? yeah actually you know what don't turn it I don't want to see what's on the monitor no it's because it's because so as immediately after pressing record I was hearing like a woman laughing and and so I don't know if the audio is gonna pick that up like in our somewhere in outside there's a woman laughing and so I thought God damn that bitch and then when you started spouting off I was just like vagina like just. Yeah. Woman vagina. So there. There you oh, go. Okay. Episode 45. Congratulations, us. We're 45 years, 45 episodes old. 45 episodes in, and Mondo needs to get laid. That is what we found out. True that. True that. I, I don't think we're going to be able to address that immediately in this episode, uh, but we can find out what's going down in, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. This week in Florida, man. Florida town accidentally sells a municipal water tower. So this isn't really a man. It's actually a, a, a town in Florida that fucked up. Let's read the article here. Yeah. Florida isn't just, it's, it's not just the citizens. It's like the institutional structure of Florida can go Florida man as well. A small town in Florida accidentally sold its water tower in a blundered real estate transaction. A businessman purchased a municipal building underneath the city of Brooksville's water tower last April for 55000 with the goal of converting it into a gym. However, when Bobby Reed went to the county to get an address for his new business location, he was told the parcel he bought included the entire water tower site, according to Tampa Bay Times. <laughs> it's just, that's fine. It's just all the drinking water for all yeah. the residents. We just accidentally sold this to some guy who wants to start Globo Gym. Right, global gym. Luckily for the town, Reed was willing to give it back. County records show he transferred the water tower back to Brooksville through a warranty deed last month. The town of 8,500 residents is located 50 miles north of Tampa. I don't know where the blame falls here, said Blake Bell, a city council member. We're council members and we rely on the city manager. We assume that he has done his due diligence. What a fucking prick. Just throwing, like, t typical politician throwing somebody else under the bus. Like, oh, it's not me. It was that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty sure uh, it's everybody's fault. And right. I, I've heard that, you know, when you're you're at the top of a leadership pyramid, you're responsible for everyone below you. But that's how it works. Apparently not in this particular uh, place in Florida. And, and something like some transaction like that isn't like just one guy signed it over. It's like it's had to have gotten through several like uh, signatures and approvals and and thumbs up, thumbs down. And what ends up happening is these fucking politicians probably don't bother to read the fine print like most other people. 
most linemen. And then, oops, I've approved something that's, you know, kind of dumb. <laughs> oops, I gave away our water supply to right. some guy. City manager Mark Cutney blamed the use of a bad legal description for what happened. The city's redevelopment agency director resigned after the accidental sale. We're human, Cutney said. Sometimes we make a mistake. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Uh, I mean, at least they're not Flint, Michigan. Their, their, their water isn't, well, I don't think their water is poisoned yet. And I say yet. Yeah. They're, they're getting there. This one actually made me feel a little bit better because I'm dealing with the Lakewood City like permitting and planning office. And there's definitely some things about it that are frustrating and snags where it's like, could you just do your job like a little bit, please? And then I saw this. I was like, oh, my God, thank God yeah. I'm not in Florida. <laughs> what would have happened if the guy was like, fuck that, I'm keeping the water tower? Like, And then just said the water, the city's just fucked. They don't have any city water or they're going to have to build another water tower or he just holds it for ransom. Like, yeah, it sounds like he was nice and he just sold it back to them. Yeah. But what if he was like, okay, you know, he goes Dr. Evil style. I will give you your water tower for $1 billion. That or just like converts it into a fucking giant, like, uh, like aerial, uh, jacuzzi or water hot tub, like a personal water tub for his, uh, for his clientele of this gym. And and the, the fucked up part is that it's still using uh it's still being used as a water tower. <laughs> so so like all you know, all of his gym members are just bathing in it and then that water is just getting pumped unfiltered mm. directly into the uh, the taps of all the Florida residents. Delicious. It's just like, hmm, is this water extra salty this week? What's going on? <laughs> I like the global gym reference. That threw me off guard. I, that movie's amazing. Dodgeball's fucking great. It's a classic hidden gem. Yeah, that was the, that was the trick. His lawyer was Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, my consigliere. I just like I just like the fact that it's poking fun fun at like not just a single person, but an entire group of politicians that just were like, "Oops, sorry, city, we just sold all of our water." So that's it for Florida, man. Let's move on to Reddit. This week on Ask Reddit, Jaffe prepared some questions, so I'm going to be the one totally off guard. I will let him answer them first, and then I'm going to answer second because I don't know <laughs> if my brain works that fast. First question on Ask Reddit, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? I actually didn't think about these that much. Oh, uh, I do know that for this question, I thought it should be a summer Olympic sport to kind of narrow it down. We got the summer Olympics coming up and the, the vindictive part of me was like, I, I feel like it has to be either archery or a track and field event. Archery. I'm like, you know what? Somebody might get just straight up murdered if you did that. So we're going to cross that one off the list. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, this, this, uh, I'm trying to think of a, an archery name, like, like John Bowman, Won gold medal in the archery at the Olympics and also murdered seven people. Oh shit! So not that one. That would be that wouldn't be as funny. So I'm just gonna go high hurdles or steeplechase. Yeah. Which steeplechase? Steeple. You know what? We're definitely going steeplechase. It's like where they. So it's it's an event where they're they're running around a track, but then there's that giant hurdle they have to get over, and then there's a water pit. So at first, when they're all fresh, like they're all ju like jumping on top of the high hurdle and then clearing the water pit. And sometimes, though, as they get tired and more tired from running, they can't quite jump over the water pit, mm. so they have to land. If everyone was drunk, that would be absolute comedy. I don't think I've ever heard or seen that sport. Now I got to watch. Steeplechase, it's, it's, it's yeah. A, it's an actual Olympic sport. That is an Olympic event, oh, Armando. Shit. Holy crap. Man, I'm, the only Olympic sports I ever watch are like 
<laughs> this is sound perverted. Women's gymnastics, and then sometimes like some of the other sports, like uh, baseball or whatever. You know, the the major, I guess, the major sports. Um, but I don't really watch any other. <laughs> so so many of the 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 uh, swimming track and field sports could be hilarious, like pole vaulting. If people are drunk, oh, good Lord. I mean, that again, I th- I feel like there would be some serious injuries. So that's why I like steeplechase. I think the hurdle is low enough where there would be comedy and nobody would die. Hmm. Mandatory amount. What sport? Oh, so it doesn't even say Olympic sports. It's just what sport. It doesn't have to be Olympics. No, I just, oh. I, I said for me, I narrowed it oh, down. Okay. So for me, I don't know. It, it's, it's a toss up. So, so when I, when I, First read the question, it reminded me of that scene in Revenge of the Nerds where they're like doing the Greek games and they're like on the little tricycles and they're doing, they're chugging beers and they're doing laps around that little, that little, you know, the little tricycle track. Mm -hmm. Um, So something like that. You know what? Racing is a sport. Oh, dude. What if they did actual drunk drive racing? But, huh. A lot of deaths. Caveat. You have to have like bump, like some serious bumpers. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that a fair amount of those uh, drivers in NASCAR are both on coke and drunk at the same time. Do you think they are, like, when they race? Oh, they're coked up for sure. Coked up for sure, because they're, they're, they have to be pretty um, high-paced and, and aware and keen. And But then they get too coked up, and they're like, fuck, I got to take the edge off. Let me, <laughs> let me reach for some Pabst Blue Ribbon, the official sponsor of NASCAR. Wouldn't it be like something like, yeah, it would be Plasper. I'd say either PBR or like Milwaukee's best, like some obscure kind of low budget, like would you would you would think of a like a, a southern beer? Yeah, mm. something like that. Sure. Um, let's see some of the answers on Ask Reddit uh, for that question, if my mouse would work. Uh, this might not count, but debating, that shit would be hilarious. Uh, that was by user playing poker with God. Not a sport, but I agree. Yeah, could you imagine if if like a politicians were doing like a drunk debate? That'd be pretty fucking sweet. Cause then they'd be honest. Like you would see some some real honesty. Like they couldn't hold back. I think it's hilarious that politicians have only recently figured out that if you just speak plainly and sound honest, people are give you a lot of credit for that. Yeah, it's like a new move. They're like, yeah. you know, somebody says something dumb, they're like, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he just came out and said it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> he fucks. Like, everybody has been sick for, I don't know, a century plus. I mean, since the history of politicians that you guys won't just speak plainly. So, yeah, fine. Get them drunk. They get them drunk, and then they just have no filter. They're just saying what's on their mind. And, you know, then you'll then you'll weed out the actual good folk, or at least good drinkers, <laughs> from the shitty, like, lying uh, politicians, the guys trying to hide shit. And, and speaking of uh, the South and Paps Blue Ribbon, I think we're going to find out that a, a lot more uh, congressmen than you thought are pretty racist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're, they're debating the Voting Rights Act. You, you can't give voting rights to all the... Oh, my God, he didn't. <laughs> I'm not racist. I love N-words. But he actually say, say the N-word. <laughs> uh, another answer on Reddit by... User P underscore Nuttles writes NASCAR. See, we're on the same page. I didn't even see that. So someone else was thinking that, uh, let's see, NASCAR, but there's a keg in the passenger seat. The race ends only when the keg is empty. Oh, shit. So now NASCAR drivers aren't going to be, like, fit. like Because, you know, most NASCAR guys are relatively fit. They're, like, you know, lithe. So, but these guys are all going to be, like, beer belly fucks. There goes Danica. I mean, she's retired, but that, that would have completely ruled out Danica Patrick because she weighed about 75 pounds. Right. 
Let's see. User the black hole of doom writes all of them at the same time in the same arena. That is, eh, I don't know. User Fakit Man writes fucking chess. I don't know. Eh, is chess a sport? Come on. It's a game. I guess. Uh, last one that I'm going to read. User Fat, Fat Patsy Dosi writes darts dot dot dot. Hang on. <laughs> Similar to what you were saying about archery. Like, just don't stand behind the area in which they're, they're throwing this, this uh, pointy object at. Ask Reddit question number two. What's something non-sexual that instantly makes someone more attractive? Hmm. Non-sexual. <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to think of it. Uh, so, so I was I was struggling over, I'm like, well, what is non-sexual? Because, you know, somebody might dress really well. It's not exactly sexual, but yeah, it kind of is, right? Mm-hmm. It's pertaining to, to their physical appearance, the way they look. Uh, and I think I think even like the sound of their their, their uh, voice or like the way they smell at all, they kind of get looped in. So I feel like it has to be something mental. So I feel like if their favorite movie or something was a little bit unexpected but really resonated with you, that that could be a big turn on. But when I thought about it, and I don't know why this this really hit like hit with me, but if they were a painter, hmm. I, I think that would be like kind of sexy. A painter. What yeah. does it does it matter what kind of paint uh, yeah. painting they do? Oil paint. <laughs> it's specifically oil paint. Like if they if they do like uh, I don't know some other kind of painting, you're like, nope, fuck them. Not not interested. Watercolors, just get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> we're not in kindergarten. Uh, acrylic paints. That's cool, but acrylic paint it's very very fast, and you just you, it, partially just because of how quick it takes the, the paint to dry. Now, see, when I said oil paint, you kind of snicker because you're like, huh, oil, yeah, they're gonna get the paint on themselves. I, that's not yes, what I was, that is what you're thinking. No, what? Okay, that's a hundred percent what you're thinking. <laughs> no, your thoughts betray you, Armando. <laughs> uh, no, but with oil paints are actually very hard. I mean, you have to really be able to kind of like plan things out because you have to put one layer on and then the next layer on. And then oil also takes forever to dry, so you have to be kind of patient. So I'm like, oh, they're like artistic, but they also have a kind of good ability to plan and they've got a lot of patience. They will need all those things if you're going to deal with me. It's awesome. <laughs> I want an oil painter. Let's go. Very deep. A lot, a lot a That's deeper. That's what of she a, said. A lot deeper of an answer than, 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 uh, than I thought was going to come out of your mouth. But good, good answer. For me, I think this is going to sound kind of uh, typically a characteristic that a female wants in their partner, right? Um, I, want, I want someone that actually like, can listen well. Like where they're not just talking, they're not just, you know, like where they actually like you, it's a give and receive. So I'd like a, 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 a some a partner that uh, that can like actually listen to things you've said and then recall them at a later time as opposed to like, oh, I never I don't remember you saying that like like little little things like that, like stand out for me. You know, and, and it kind of like like the like the f- the few times where a few uh, ladies have shown appreciation. I'm like, oh wow! Like out of the blue, things that like signs that were like, oh, they were really paying attention. They were really listening. That's to me, that's attractive because it's. I think it's fewer. It, it happens. It's a, it's a lot rarer in a woman to actually. <laughs> it sounds so. Uh, uh, machismo but like it's it's typically the woman that's doing all the talking and the guy that has to listen and, and respond and it's 
It's not always the other way around, I don't think. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my luck, but a lot of... I, I Yeah, maybe it's just my bad luck, but I haven't had... It's, it's really rare for me to come across that. Some of the answers on Reddit, user Aurora Davis 97 writes, intellect, even a bit of nerdiness in there as well. Being passionate about something is not weird. It's awesome. I love when people dive deep into their passions. User Blinky Shiny writes, good sense of humor. That's always nice when, when you're like mm-hmm. dating a gal and she's got this... I, it doesn't have to be the same sense of humor, but just kind of just, you know, able to, to dish one out and receive it and, and, uh, and laugh at the same stuff you can laugh at. I guess a similar sense of humor, right? Although the absolute worst is someone who thinks they have a good sense of humor and it's really terrible and like no one has told them that. And, <laughs> and usually when that happens, it's a girl who's like, ah, I've got such a sarcastic sense of humor. And it's it's like, no, you're actually kind of just mean to yeah, people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like sar- sarcasm is tricky because if you are very, very clever with it, it can be funny. And if you're not, it's just mean. Yeah. So it's like. No, don't, don't don't just talk shit about people and call sarcasm. That is not a sense of humor. Would you say sarcasm? There has to be almost like you have to kind of be on the level with someone to actually pull off sarcasm uh, efficiently. Like if you don't, like if you're a stranger and you try to be sarcastic, you sound kind of like a, like a dick. You're like, like a jerk. Or or sometimes they will not know that you're that you're being sarcastic. That you're joking. Right. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it, it does work a lot. You're right. It works much better with people that you know and also are uh, kind of on the same wavelength as yeah, you. Yeah. Did, did I ever? I, I can't remember if I told you the story of uh, Joe Paterno's ice cream. No. Th- oh wait, yeah, you I think, did. I think yeah, I you did. did. Yeah, did. I'm still scarred by that. Where yeah. I was making a sarcastic joke about how uh, you could get a degree in ice cream at Penn State University, yeah. and everyone thought I was serious. So I'm like. N- like that one wasn't even mean spirited, but it somehow they thought I was like functionally retarded. I'm like, no, <laughs> it was a joke, it was sarcasm, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, so yeah, sarcasm, uh, not not the best I think, sort of sense of humor. I think that scenario that you described is an example of where those people and and also that cafeteria lady or whatever the fuck she was, were, like they weren't on the same length, wavelength as you. They just thought you're like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? User username Mora Cutney writes kindness. That, you know, that one actually, that one's a kind of a general, but it is true. Like if you ever, here's, here's another thing. Like if you ever take a girl or date on a, to a restaurant or fast, wherever we go out to eat and they treat the servers or people that are like there to, to wait on them like shit, like that's a big red flag for me. Like, oh no, this fucking person's trash. Mondo, I remember that you said that in an earlier episode and I was listening and that really, <laughs> that really resonated with me and. I think that it says a lot about you that you're, you're worried about how servers are treated. I do. If you've ever, especially if you've ever, I haven't served or waited, but but if you've ever had, like I worked at a fast food, that's the closest thing to it. But people just think that they have this this sense of hierarchy and they think they're higher than you and they, they, they talk down to you. And I don't know, that's, that's real important to me. I, I like to think that we're all, you know, uh, it's somewhat in the same strata, at least just in, in decency, you know. Well, the, the biggest thing with that too is is uh, n- nobody got where they are on their own. Like you know, perhaps they put a, a lot of hard work in. You know, maybe a lot of success was due to them. But 
it's we're not all starting from square square one, right? Like yeah. we're not at the same starting spot, and there there are obstacles and things that you know somebody else might have had to overcome that you didn't. And just because you you perceive yourself as as ahead of them, does not give you a right to tell bad sarcastic jokes, motherfucker. Learn how to use sarcasm. That's my point for this whole <laughs> segment. Uh, user Ice Squeeze Boobs writes, "Being polite to staff. Oh look." Like-minded people to me. I like their username too. We're really like-minded. We both like to squeeze boobs, and we both like people to be polite to staff. <laughs> I think I found my soulmate, Jeffy. <laughs> Reach out. There's a there's a messaging feature. Well, I don't know if if it's if the user's name is I squeeze boobs. It's li- it's all likely a dude. Yeah, it's your soulmate. Oh. You know, yeah, you got it. You mondo, You have to be open to these things. There's okay? a there's a a, a a show on YouTube. It's called like something world. I forget. It's some strange world or some weird. It's like only on YouTube. Yeah. And there's an episode where uh, the, the the main character is a guy who's in a relationship and he breaks up with her. He goes to like a dating service and like, you know, they, they, they do a questionnaire of you, all this stuff. And then it turns out that their their soulmate was like uh, the guy that plays Al Bundy. What was his name? The, uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Like his soulmate was another guy. <laughs> like they got along very well. And they got married. Yes. <laughs> Gay men have found the ultimate hack. They're like, oh, I could hang out with another dude. And then, here's where we flip it. I'm also attracted to him. Bang. <laughs> fucking, fucking gay men. I mean, yeah, they've had to put up with a ton of discrimination, slurs, and, and you know, all, all sorts of, of issues throughout history. But I, I think, I think the, the trade-off might have been worth it. <laughs> good, good job, gay men, on the <laughs> ultimate hack. Last one I'll read for that question is by user Velvet. When they smell good, something about a guy who smells like fresh laundry really sends me. Huh. For if for a guy to... Like a girl, if a girl smells good, yeah, I guess it's okay. I guess it's fine if they smell good. It's tricky, right? Because that's one where I actually do think that is like a, a sort of sexual thing. Because there's perfume smelling good where I'm like, yeah. no, that's a lie. Yeah. You're fake. Yeah. But we all have an actual scent with with pheromones in it, uh-huh. which are something that will biologically attract us to another person. So that's actually kind of tricky. It's like, should you wear cologne, cover up your natural scent, or you know, do you want you want those pheromones to go do their work and hopefully you find someone who's who's your soulmate and likes to squeeze boobs and, <laughs> and treats the wait staff nice and they also have those pheromones that just do it for you. Remember that one episode where reddit question where what was something about smells and mine was like peanut butter so <laughs> that's that's it they just naturally smell like peanut butter she has to naturally smell like peanut butter yeah there we go armando's idea Dude, if, if we were if we were like the characters in that movie weird science mm-hmm. that'd be dope i can create my ideal like <laughs> smelling like peanut butter <laughs> polite to wait staff etc cetera, etc cetera. that was it for ask reddit we are now going to go back to a a segment we only did, I think, once, maybe twice before, and uh, I think it was fun. And so we're going to go to What the Fuck Craigslist. And the first one we're going to sp- uh, speak about on Craigslist is titled Looking for a Few Good People, Private Survival Group. You have seen them on YouTube, meetup.com, instructors who will teach you the core skills but never give you an exit plan. That's left up to you. Being the lone gunman has its advantages. But it sucks after a while. I've been there. Now I have a compound of sorts. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, 
What, what does he mean he's been there? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Was, is this, is this uh, going to become, you know, an Amazon Prime special or like Jack Ryan, you know, Afghanistan edition where yeah. he's, he's – is, like I want to know what scenario was this guy the lone gunman? A little PTSD probably, maybe. You never know. I mean, I'm, I'm look, I'm hoping he was a, a soldier of some sort and this was at least – under the general umbrella of some government, yeah. Because if he wasn't, I'm like, well, we're gonna, you know, find out about a bunch of uh, dead bodies in Toronto in a little bit. So uh, this continuing on it says, now I have a compound of sorts, <laughs> of sorts <laughs> that is now being carved out of 40 acres of Ontario wilderness, three hours north of Toronto, Ontario. So this is a Canadian. I have thought a community of like-minded people might be the answer to today's burning questions. Will it get worse? Or will something more terrible come down the line? We seem to be getting more pandemics in the last few years. SARS, N1H1, MERS, SARS-2, now COVID and its mutations. Do you have an exit plan? Do you have the skills and gear? Do you have a place to go? Do you have people that you can trust? If you don't, then maybe I can help. It won't be easy. <laughs> and you will have to prove yourself. But in the end, you will be able to have a plan in case all hell breaks loose. Wait, I, I like how he spells brakes with like a like a brake is in a tire. I want more details on how, how am I going to have to prove myself? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, he, is there going to be some sort of trial by combat where it's like, all right, we've got, we've got 13 people and only nine spots in the compound of sorts. It's going to be like uh, with, uh, Game of, not Game of Thrones, the uh, uh, Hunger Games. It's going to be Hunger Games to see if you survive. Oh, that's Im- so. So this is we're going to have. That's actually even better than what I was thinking. I was just thinking just 1v1 tournament style. No, that's perfect. He's going to create an elaborate course out in the wilderness of Ontario. So how does it work? Does it does it only one winner, though? Because that's how they did it in the Hunger Games. Or is it like once a certain number of people get dwindled down, then at that point? So, uh, so reading on, uh, it says, these are the people and skills we are looking for. So apparently he's looking for multiple. He's got open spots. So it's yeah. not one. Number one. Female executive officer, perfectly fit, bisexual, and able, and able to answer to two people and rule the rest. What the fuck? <laughs> That's great. So he's already got a, a sort of hierarchy structure. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully just because he's at the top and then there's one other person and then the female executive officer who's bisexual, he doesn't look down on them just because he thinks he's better. Like he's got kindness and he listens to them. You got So I'm reading into this, okay? Female, bisexual, and must be able to answer to two people. I'm wondering if, like, this guy has a wife already, and he's just trying to find, like, a, like a third party, like a swinger. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Huh? He, 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 wants, he wants a commanding officer slash broodmare, <laughs> just, just in case they have to repopulate. Um, so he's, you know, but the, he doesn't want his wife to get jealous yeah. of him repopulating the world with this, this fit female executive so she's got to be bisexual so she can show a little bit of attention to the wife then everyone's happy see he really is thinking about everybody's (laughs) well-being so i think this is a very caring person continue uh the second spot he's looking for is a mechanic uh the third one is he writes herbiest but i think he means herbalist Herbalist. i'm I'm pretty sure he means a herbalist someone that can plant vegetables and gardens and stuff you know what's funny like in the u.s we call them herbs and in the UK, they call them herbs. Herbs. Which 
I think they have a point because there is a fucking H in the word. <laughs> like, so you know what? Uh, with all the weird UK pronunciations, I I see I see that point to you, UK. You win. I think I flip flop between the two herbs and herbs. I don't know. I have to catch myself just casually speaking to see how I. Um, the fourth position he's looking fourth spot opening is a procurement person, someone who can get supplies and knows how to get hard to find items. Uh, hello, uh, I'm applying for the position. This is uh, Morgan Freeman, a.k.a. <laughs> Red. And uh, <laughs> if you need a rock hammer, I can procure that for you. I'm a man who knows how to get things. That's who he wants. I guess. That'd be, that'd be amazing. He could talk them to sleep, and then he could, he could get them small items. I See, I wonder if he actually had people reply to his message, and God damn it, that would make for a great like a reality TV show, like where he's trying to narrow down these, I guess, contestants and to see who can get into his compound and all that stuff. Then what happens at the end? Well, then the four winners end up staying at the compound <laughs> with they the, have to fucking lift it with, yeah. with this psycho <laughs> right slash wannabe cult leader alright that was the first Craigslist ad these other ones are kind of closer to uh, Jaffe and myself uh, number two are you looking for an inmate to be your roommate TV casting are you looking for an inmate to move in with you as your roommate did you meet them while you they were incarcerated a new reality TV series is, is looking to feature people who are planning on living with an inmate upon their release if you or someone you know is looking for a recently released inmate to be their new roommate, please message. Thanks. Compensation, dollar, dollar. So apparently they get paid for that. Would you be able to like, take in a former inmate as your roommate? Like, If you needed a roommate that bad, would you be, able to take, would you be willing to take a, a, an inmate? I mean, I think that really depends on what they did. Right. You'd, you'd have to like, well, what if, you, what if you couldn't ask the question? What if you just had to take them in? Pass. Pass. Yeah. Hard pass. But yeah, like we have like millions of people in this country who are incarcerated for minor drug offenses. Yeah. You can be my roommate. That's cool. Like you, you were racially profiled and you got sent away for like six months for smoking marijuana. No problem. Uh, you know, if you had a habit of peeling people's skin off their faces <laughs> and making lampshades with them. You know what? No, no, I don't. I don't really want to be your roommate. I don't think so. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough. Like if you don't have that knowledge of what they did, it's kind of you don't want to take that risk. And then plus, like if they were like in, you know, even if they were like hardcore drug smugglers or whatever, and then they end up, you know, picking up their bad habits, and you're living with them, you're like fuck. And then they get caught again, and you end up probably taking some of that rap for their. Now, if they were a grand theft. Uh, Jules Thief slash bank robber <laughs> happens then, to be named Lupin. I definitely want them because <laughs> I want to get recruited into their crew. <laughs> what would you be in, in one of those like heist type crews? What would your what would your uh, position be? I would like to be the female executive officer <laughs> slash bisexual. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Because from what I've I've been told, that is the number one importance in uh, positions. As long as you can answer to two people. I would be the demo man, just blowing shit up. Like in, uh, uh, what was that, Ocean's Eleven? They got one guy that blows crap up with dynamite and stuff. That'd be me. Boom, boom. Uh, Craigslist, question number three, or, or posting number three. I saw you looking. Oh, by the way, this is Capitol Hill. Is Capitol Hill like a nice part of 
Colorado or no? Mm, not really. Okay. Um, it's it's nicer than it used to be. Cat, Cat Hill is like east of us, kind of off, off of Colfax. And there's some nice parts of it, but there, I haven't been through Capitol recently. I used to live there and it was like super, super seedy because there were a bunch of like the sort of more uh, kind of punk like music venues and stuff just uh-huh. down the street. And I do remember there was a burlesque show that came through and I was like, I should go to that. And I had not fully embraced my degenerate side, so I didn't. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to go to a burlesque show, but I like to go to punk shows. Uh, anyway, back to the posting. I saw you looking. Cute guy in the park. They wrote down Cheeseman, but I think they meant Chessman. No, they meant Cheeseman. Okay, Cheeseman. Cheeseman. Uh, I saw you looking at my feet. If you see this or anyone else interested, connect and I'll sell you feet pics for only $50. Very low discount. This weekend only. <laughs> like, what, do you, what the fuck? I don't understand people. Like, hey, I'm going to send you pictures of my feet for $50. So that that is a thing. I know, like, uh, there's like a weird like black market for, uh, like, worn socks. I mean, like the underwear one is creepy as fuck, but at least it makes a little bit more sense. But there's people out there that want to buy used socks from a hot girl. Part of me wants to say like, ah, oh, fuck it, that's so gross, it's wrong. But you know what? They're not. I don't think they're hurting anybody. <laughs> you know, and and that that <laughs> that girl's putting herself through college. On dirty socks, and she doesn't ever have to do laundry. So you know what, you you weird fucking feet people, you do your thing, you be you. And if any degenerates out there want pictures of my feet, hit me up. I'll sell them to you at cost. I'll sell- <laughs> I don't wait, know. Wait, what is what is cart? <laughs> you, you mean digital, so it's free? Well, okay, yeah, I guess, sure, yeah, digital. I'll sell I'll sell you digital pictures of my feet for uh, no, I gotta make I gotta make a for a quarter for twenty five cents you get. Either foot for for forty cents, you get both feet. Um, let's go to the next question before I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Craigslist question or Craigslist posting number four. This is in Pueblo, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I want to be a human toilet. If you want to own a human toilet, message me. P.S. So everybody stops asking me if I'm male or female. I am a male, and just in case someone takes down this, yes, we we, we knew. <laughs> you didn't really have to clarify. We were we were aware. Just in case someone takes this down again for a third time, if you do want to own me, you could message me on my alternative Instagram, and then they put their Instagram account name there. So by the way, I did look up this person's Instagram to see, mm-hmm. and they they don't put they they're not brave enough to post any pictures of themselves or like okay. reveal their their true identity. But I just like the part says uh before it gets taken down a third time again. So apparently they've been putting that on Craigslist a couple times and it's getting reported or whatever. What the fuck is a human toilet? It's pretty self-explanatory to no, me. No, it's not. <laughs> they want to be peed and pooed on, apparently. They want, you know, they want someone to sit on their face and then you pee and poo in their mouth or, or on their face or whatever. I, good thing is Pueblo's not close to here, right? It's pretty far from here. That that is a, a wild south. It's okay. like what is that? Two three hours. Okay, cool, sweet. So they don't. They, I don't. I don't want you to be my toilet. Thank you, person. Appreciate you your offer though. Pueblo is is a rougher area than around here. Like like poor some trailers. That is where the best high school wrestling team that I've ever seen in Colorado came from though. Pueblo, Colorado. Yep. Giddy up. All right, and last Craigslist posting. Is in Thornton, Colorado. I know where Thornton is. I've been there a lot. 
parts manager, sexy Mexican manager at AutoZone. You are the stocky brown guy that, that's always super friendly yet chill. The only reason I decided to start coming to this AutoZone. Think your name is Raul. I noticed your gay tattoo and heard about your reputation. I'm always down to trash a good bottom. Hit me up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, pretty specific. I mean, they even put the guy's name. So, like, if you visit that AutoZone and you bump into Mr. Raul, know that he likes to get his bottom trashed, apparently. I wonder if they if they hooked up. This this Craigslist poster and Raul from AutoZone and fell in love. It's just That's odd. See, you, usually the sort of Craigslist postings, like the misconnections and whatnot, it's just socially inept people. It's like, if you felt like that, why didn't you just go talk to them? Yeah. But this one, it, guy, there's an app for that. Yeah. It's, it apparently works extremely well. You could just you, you could just drive by AutoZone and, and boot up Grinder, and you're going to have a new friend. Or just go into AutoZone and say, hey, bud. I wonder. Well, yeah, I'm assuming this person is not so good with the face-to-face interactions mm-hmm. if they're posting on misconnections in Craigslist. True. But I, I'm like, if you want to make this happen, I don't think you've taken the most direct uh, functional approach. And that was it for Craigslist. But but just kind of, a, I guess, a tangent to <laughs> social media dating and everything. So so I've been on uh, uh, on Bumble for like mm-hmm. the last, I don't know, two or three months. And I've only like talked to like three girls. There was like four or five connections, but only like three girls I've talked to. And when you say talk, do you mean on the app or in person? No, on the app, on the app, not in person. One one of them, one of them was while I was in Salt Lake, and it was like, hey, I'm only here for a week, and then I got a whatever connection we chatted. And the other couple were like, eh, you know. I would have pursued them. I would have gone on dates with them, but the conversation never really went anywhere and kind of fell flat in its face. Mm-hmm. And so I think my uh, my Bumble subscription uh, ends in July. So I'm just done with it. I don't think I don't think online dating is for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've I've not been able to find uh, connections or people to actually go on dates with. I don't think that's going to be the best medium for you. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean this as as an attack or anything like that. I just mean Prior to the the uh, the podcast, I, like I asked you, I was like, "Hey, hey Mondo, I just I'm trying to understand your your sort of texting patterns uh-huh. because if anybody else was texting me, kind of in in those sort of patterns, those type of responses, I'd be like, oh, I think they just don't like me and want me to fuck off." Uh-huh. I assume that wasn't it. I was like, "Well, we've been friends for years, and we've <laughs> like 40 episodes deep in a podcast, and you moved to Denver. I'm gonna assume that I just don't get that." But that being the case, it, it probably is just a little bit of a, a handicap in online dating because it's like all that shit multiplied yeah, by a so, hundred. So online dating, though, it's a, it's a little different. I mean, online dating, you 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 want to like spark conversation and talk to somebody. So the, so I I would think that like my whatever my habits of communication are going to be a bit better on there. But like you know, people call me on the phone. I miss call and I won't call them back till like the next day. Like that's just me. Like I, I don't know if that's like a weird kind of uh, independence. It's a, I don't know how to describe it. It's not even probably the right term for it, but like kind of like, I wouldn't say fly solo either. It's just cause I don't know. That's just how I am. I don't know. I just, maybe, maybe I'm a horrible communicator, but, but like, okay, for I'll give you an example. Our, our brother Greg texted me. Oh no, he left me a voicemail like, uh, I don't know, Wednesday or Tuesday night. And and he left it like at a reasonable uh, time of day. It was like at nine p.m. or something. The only thing was I was already in bed by nine, mm-hmm. so he leaves me a voicemail, 
and I don't respond to him till like 1 p.m. the next day. Like I could have easily, you know, texted him in the morning or something, but you know, work got in the way and this and that and the other. Next thing you know, like, oh shit, I never got back to Greg. And so I don't know. That's just how. Yeah, everybody does that sort of thing. I, I, I'm not, like I said, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. It's not like an attack or anything, yeah. but I just think your communication strengths are not going to be as good in the digital space as they are in person or like meeting someone. Like yeah. That's probably where you, where you will do better. And although I do, it's funny, I do wonder if hearing all that, like if uh, I would still be as successful on those sites because I haven't even tried to date for years. Uh-huh. But when I, when I got out to Denver... And I was still kind of physically messed up. It was way, way easier than I would have thought for me to get into conversations and things like that. And I think partially it was because I had all this experience like recruiting mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I can just tweak this <laughs> and and change it over to, uh, you know, the, the, what, what was that? I think Match and Bumble were the two I used and, and just tweak it for, for those two apps. But on the flip side, though, I was also definitely younger. And I had not start, started shaving my head yet. And I feel uh-huh. like in Bumble in particular, that first photo is really important for, for whether you swipe <laughs> or not. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I would get the same amount of swipes that I used to. Yeah. yeah, I, I, Whatever. I don't, I don't think I'm, a, I'm for sure not a 10. But, you know, I think I'm okay looking. But I think, yeah, they, unfortunately with those dating apps, like, like, like the, you have to be photogenic to get a swipe. That's it. Period. Like people, you know, and a lot of people don't even bother to read what you have to say on the, you know, in the subtext or the description, you just look at your picture and swipe off of that. And, and, and I caught myself doing that too. And I felt guilty. Like I'd be looking at like a couple pictures and then I go, and then I would read their, whatever their profile, like, okay, yes or no. But I felt guilty whenever I had to swipe, uh, whatever the bad one is. Dude, don't feel guilty about that. Yeah. I feel kind of, well, no, fuck that. Yeah. I feel kind of bad sometimes. Physical attraction is an important aspect of a relationship and, uh, without calling anyone out or naming names, I remember at, at, when I was in college, I was like, you know what? I really don't think that matters. That's just other people. That's not me. Like, cause I, I definitely value other things more highly than just physical attraction. Uh-huh. And then, uh, after two months I was like, oh no, I can't, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work if I'm trying to date someone I'm not physically attracted to. Fuck now a piece of shit. I don't know how to get out of this. That was, that was my bad. Uh, the thing is, I just don't know how else to go about dating now. Cause like, like, okay, during the week, I get home from work and I'm fucking beat. I'm like mm. beat. Like, I don't, uh, my, my my job isn't very physically taxing, but like my mind is like, it's doing this. It's racing. I'm mm-hmm. having several conversations throughout the day with different people. I'm thinking about how to put out fires with customers. And, and, and so by the time I get home from work, I'm like, I got to make dinner and I just want to take my shoes off. And like, the last thing I want to do is I, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be putting my best foot forward in meeting someone <laughs> like during the middle of the week. And then during the weekends, it's kind of hard to get out and go see somebody, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, kinda, it's just kind of hard, awkward being a, 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 like a solo guy going up to, you know, trying to go up to someone. So I, I tend to like, not like I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost as to how to get back in the dating game for the longest period of time. Admittedly, I was just like not about dating at all. Like I, no joke. Like if if something fell in my lap, if 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 a girl like happened to be attractive and like we hit it off, then cool. But like I was not really putting myself out there. Like right now, I'm like trying to figure out how the hell to. Like I'll go to bars, um, 
part, part of my job is to go see all these different customers. So I'll go to a brewery and I'll hang out at a brewery by myself for like an hour, just kind of being like, like that weird, that weird dude at the bar. But like, I'll start, strike up a conversation with a girl if she's there, you know, by herself or, or, or with a couple friends. And, and uh, so far, unsuccessful. <laughs> but, uh, but that's okay. I, I'm just so out of the game that, um, you know, it's kind of awkward, but it's all right. It, eventually it'll happen. I'm just, I don't think I was mentally in the right space to even want to date before. Like I didn't, I didn't want to give up any of my time at all to anybody else. It was just all about me. And now I'm like, all right, I'll go, I'll see what's out there. I'll, I'll see what's up. So if you're out there, uh, Degenerate ladies, <laughs> and you want to go on a date? There, sorry, spoiler: There are no yeah. degenerate ladies. There, yeah. There's may, maybe uh, I think Robin has probably listened to like half of one episode, and yeah. she is married, so I don't I don't think that's gonna work out for you. Robin, be my. Although, although you know what, you know what, fuck. Maybe Robin has single friends. Uh, maybe I don't know, but she's a family woman now, so maybe who knows? I, I I'm I'm putting the energy out there that Armando is. This is looking, and I think that energy hasn't been out there for the longest time. So, separately, if there are any single ladies that don't want to date Armando, but they do, you do want feet pics <laughs> from him. He will sell those to you for only twenty five cents per foot. So that's fifty cents for both. No, no, feet. no. They get a discount. If they buy two. It's forty cents for two. See, you weren't listening. It was twenty five cents for one. What, what are we, we talked about about you selling yourself short? You've got to value <laughs> no, yourself. No, it's a discount before, structure. Before, look, before the ladies will value you. You have to value yourself, and your feet picks are worth it. <laughs> They're worth it. Sorry, hold up. They're worth at least fifty cents. <laughs> um. So anything? So that that was. I don't have anything else to add. Do you have anything else to add to this uh, this wonderful episode, sir? Yeah, you know what? We we just just real real briefly. I I am not gonna venture back in the dating world until I can sit down again. Yeah. That that's just seems really, really key. And on that, I don't think I've, we've talked about this on air, but I've got, I've had all these doctors say very different things. And, uh, I think the one of the last ones was, was he said, Oh, you should go get elbow surgery, which seemed like out of the blue. And I was like, Oh, okay, actually that makes sense. I'll go do that. And then he sent me to the elbow surgeon and the elbow surgeon was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> And then I went back to that doctor, and he's like, yeah, I think you should still do it. So you know what? Elbow surgery back on the table, uh, and it's it's going to be my left hand. So it's going to be rough. You know, either it'll, it'll be at least like two to three week recovery. So I might I might have to I might have to to get you know acquainted with my right hand. <laughs> I mean, I've never you know I'm I'm a dominant lefty, so that you know that will be a, a new experience. And basically, what I'm trying to say, guys, you know, don't be closed off to trying new things like maybe you've you've never used just the right app that'll work for you maybe you know you have to go to to some place that you haven't been to meet women and you just got to open your uh, broaden your horizons and maybe you got to use your your right hand because you have surgery and you can't really get a good grip with your left hand it's fine okay that or uh <laughs> never mind <laughs> never mind just um, be open yeah just be open wide Open, gross. gaping. Someone even say, "Gross." What? I was. I thought there was a beautiful message. Don't you say gross? Uh, I saw. Uh, did you see the UFC fights last night? No. I I kind of did. They were like on my on my um on my iPhone. I was I was playing video games on the big on the big TV, and I was watching the thing on the iPhone. It was okay. I'm glad Chito Vera won. Um, zombie won. I I knew that was gonna happen, but 
yeah, it was a, a, a it wasn't a very uh, exciting card. There was a couple of cool things that happened, but yeah, it was it was okay. We hope you guys enjoyed this this week's episode of uh, Degenerates Clubhouse, episode number forty five. We will talk to you fine uh, fuckers next week. Um, send us feedback. It's pretty cool when we hear about you guys. Bye. Adios. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.